The e-cigarette industry has been on fire lately. Is this a permanent fix or is it about to go up in smoke? This is where the money is. Hi everyone, I'm Simon Erickson here with consumer goods analyst Sean O'Reilly. Sean, thanks for being a part of the program today. Thanks for having me, Simon. You know, Sean, we've been talking a lot about the alternative tobacco industry, including e-cigarettes, which has risen from basically nothing in Literally nothing. Literally yeah. no sales which is now a $2.5 billion industry this year. You know, comparing that to the, uh, the $80 billion tobacco industry, this is, this is a significant stake right here. For sure. It's kind of come out of nowhere. Can you, can you tell us a little bit of it about how this market has come to be and why it's growing so quickly? Yeah, no, and it's actually, it's the first major shift in tobacco since, I mean, you're talking about an industry that's hundreds of years old, so, you know. Um, the e-cigarette has actually been around since the 1960s, and then the e-cigarettes in their current form that we're all familiar with when we go to the convenience store and we see them behind the counter was actually just created in 2003. Um, there's a gentleman, let's see here, da, 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 da. Han Lick, a Chinese pharmacist, is generally credited with inventing the electronic cigarette we use today when he created the currently current delivery system where you basically use uh, heated up water to deliver the nicotine in 2003. And what I referred to in the 60s was a man named Herbert Gilbert filed a patent for what he called a smokeless non-tobacco cigarette. So, getting back to your question, how did this get so big? What's going on? Why is this a big change or whatever? The real reason is people are tired of smoking typical cigarettes because of the health issues. They still want their nicotine, but they really just want a different delivery system. So, there you go. Healthier, still got the nicotine, but doesn't have right. some of the other health problems. But okay, we've seen big tobacco companies make hundreds of billions of dollars off of the traditional industry right. over decades now. And you've got Altria, which when you, re when you count reinvested dividends, is actually the best performing stock in the S&P of the last why, 50 years. Why didn't my grandpa buy that for me? <laughs> Fair enough, true. But I, I mean, is this move, is this transition a good thing or a bad thing if you're a traditional big player in the tobacco industry? That's the million dollar question. I think if you take it on balance, cigarettes as they are, there's a reason Altria was the best stock to own for the last 50 or 60 years, and that is the, re the reason is there is a huge profit margin on these cigarettes, and it's addictive. That is it. If you take either of those components away, all of a sudden the business dynamics completely change. Um, so for investors of Altria, Lorillard, Reynolds American, Cigarettes aren't going away tomorrow, but long term, I mean, they're talking about in a decade or two, e-cigarettes outselling traditional cigarettes. This is a big change. Um, on balance, I can't imagine it's a good thing because they're ridiculously profitable as is. So it ranges from neutral to very, very bad. <laughs> but they're also playing the e-cigarette uh, trend too. They're getting right. involved in this in their own ways too, right? Right, and it, it's fight or die. They have to. Um, the trick with the industry is it's still only two and a half billion dollars out of an 80 billion dollar in the U US anyway uh, industry. They're not, a, it's not a huge chunk, but they kind of see the writing on the wall and where things are going. People literally are switching their habits that have been there for decades to use these for the first time. And a lot of them are doing it because of the health concerns. They, uh, you know, the Lorillards, the Altrias, they see the writing on the wall and they do want to get a piece of it. But the problem is this industry is so young and so dynamic, it's really hard to pick a winner right now. Just in 2008, you literally had, I think I saw this number, like 50,000 e-cigarettes were sold in the U.S. the entire year. Nothing. No, it's literally nothing. Millions of people are using them now every year. And you're talking about $2.5 billion of sales between the vaping products, the cartridges, and the e-cigarettes this, this year estimated. 
Um, I mean, that's a big deal. They just don't know who to who to bet on, though. You had uh, Lorillard, who's of course subject of a uh, potential buyout by Reynolds American right now. They were the owners of the. Uh, up until very recently, the market leader, blue, the blue e-cigarettes, you just see those you know, at the 7-Eleven down the, down the street. Those things had like, I don't know, 50, 55% market share at one point. And then Altra is like, we got to get a piece of this. So they came out with their Mark 10s, and they're just starting to roll it out now. And the markets where the Mark 10 was tested with the blue e-cigarettes immediately captured like 40, 50% market share, and blue really dropped like 30, 35. Mm. I'm sure that Mark 10 was, you know, doing tons of promotional stuff, maybe giving away free stuff. But the point is, I mean, we're like, I don't know, a couple of pitches into the first inning on the advent of e-cigarettes. So the market's changing pretty quickly. It's it's easy Constantly. to go from no market share to a pretty significant right. market share rather quickly. Um, if you're going to bet on a horse in this race, if you're an investor looking to get exposure to the tobacco industry, how do we play this? Right now, you're sitting, I mean, like, Altria alone has, like, a 4.8% dividend, something like that. You're probably okay with the uh, traditional tobacco companies, you know, as it stands right now. But long term, there's no really awesome way to play this because for them, the e-cigarette brands like the Mark 10s and the Blues and everything, they're not near, like, Blue had, like, sales last year of, like, $250 million. That's nothing to Lorillard. Like, it's... They're actually willing to give up the brand if they get bought, just because it's not, and they don't even know if it's going to wind up being a market leader. You know, yeah. um, the trick is. Recently, we've seen this trend where uh, you see those vaping cartridges, not the disposable e-cigarettes. Sure. Yeah. They're now outselling the e-cigarettes, and the e-cigarettes are only five, six years old as an industry. So you don't know who's going to wind up winning. I think what's likely to happen is. By the way, you can't buy into any of these smaller e-cigarette vaping companies. Like, the vaping companies, they're pretty much all privately owned. You really can't get a piece of them, so that's fine. I think as the market develops, Altria will buy, oh, I don't know, one of the bigger vapor cartridges because that is currently where uh, uh, industry experts see the industry going. People are probably going to stop using the Mark 10s in the blue eventually and just switch to the cartridges. Um, you can get all kinds of different flavors and all that stuff. Oh, sure. But um, they'll wind up buying them, and then their profitability will probably suffer a little bit, but that's pretty much where the industry will go. So um, the the salad days of uh, tobacco profitability are probably over. Uh, I can't imagine Altria will be the best stock to own for the next 60 years. It'll probably approach normal profitability if it manages to acquire one of these leading brands. But uh, those days are over, so... I don't know. So putting it all together, though, we've got kind of a fast-growing alternative tobacco industry that's growing pretty right. quickly and it's Very kind fast. of come out of yeah. nowhere. But we really shouldn't be counting out the uh, the larger players to get no. Get they a hand in this, this is life or death for them. Yeah. They have the cash and the ability to do it. And the other trick is, they have I don't know a hundred years worth of experience in distributing their product through grocery stores, convenience stores, what have you. It's really hard for a small e-cigarette or vapor manufacturer to come in and scale up and basically take advantage of the infrastructure that they don't have. They, they just cannot compete with Altria on a distribution point. So it's very easy for, at some point in the future, Altria or Reynolds American or somebody to just come in and buy one of these players for a billion dollars and then really ramp up the sales and push it through the distribution channels. 
An $80 billion industry is nothing to sneeze at either. So nope. That's definitely still an attractive market. To be Absolutely not, no. Great. Well, thanks a lot, Sean. Really appreciate no your perspective on this. Once again, for any uh, further updates or information on the tobacco industry or any of the other industries that we follow, please check us out at fool.com. And as always, Fool on.